everybody welcome back to another episode of simply unprofessional i'm your host tonight devin and joining me we have robert hey guys it's rob how's it going rob yeah it's okay how's How are life you doing i'm okay i can't complain that's not true but i won't complain that's true um how's life treating you okay i <laughs> just de- i just uh dyed my hair purple you did just dye your hair purple it looks very nice <clears throat> it was very nice that, what i've seen of it other than that same old same old although i am currently playing uh mass effect andromeda and i don't know why people complain about it so much i'm actually enjoying it have you played the pre- the previous ones yeah i think the biggest complaint was the ending well yeah but that was this is a totally different setting like it's I'm sure it's Mass Effect, but it's like exactly. People complain about the ending of um of the original first Mass, Mass Effect trilogy. Andromeda was people were just I don't know they're just weird. They're being weird. I don't mind Andromeda. It's good. It was fun. I played it. It was fun. It was it was fun. What it was honestly by the time Andromeda rolled around, I was kind of tired of Mass Effect. But you know, <laughs> maybe it's because. Maybe that's why I enjoy it more because it's been so long since I played the regular Mass Effect. Because I only just bought it because it was only like eleven bucks. <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll try it out. You're also playing another game that I, I'm curious to hear you talk about. Mm. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm done with that game. I'm done with it. <laughs> why are you done with it? What happened? You're talking about Life is Strange Two. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you like, done with it? I only had just played that too because I was like, oh, look, all the chapters for this is out. And I loved one. But, uh, I mean, I love hate it. Like, I, lo- I fell in love with the characters, and that is why I hate it so much because they got such a raw freaking deal. Like, everything, this poor kid that you play as, Sean, like, he, everything that happens to him, it just sucks. Like, I feel so bad for him. I cried for, I cried for him for like an hour. Uh, it just like every every chapter was terrible, and it just got worse and worse until the end, which was really really bad. And I am very upset. <laughs> like I don't know, I don't know why. Like I I I played it really. I was really late when I finally finished it. I cried for like an hour. I couldn't sleep. I had to watch Naruto for a while before I could sleep. And then the whole next day, I felt depressed, and I just kept thinking about it. Like, I don't know if I identified too much with him or if he started to feel like my own kid or something. Like, I, got, I had the dad vibes going on, but I just felt so sorry for this kid. <laughs> Man, this is rough. This is rough right here. Yeah. But, like, okay, so on the one hand, like, I hated it, but on the other hand, it's, like, the fact that they made me feel so strongly for this, this kid is, like, great storytelling. 
But at the same time, I wish she had had a happier ending. Did everybody die? No. Although there are four, apparently there are four different endings, and in one of them he can die, but he did not die in mine. That's good. I mean, he kept him alive. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't know if that's good or not. His life sucks apparently. So. Yeah, when in Maybe. the ending that I chose, because like through this, like I said, through this whole thing, terrible things are happening to him. His dad gets shot in front of him. His little brother kills a cop by accident because his little brother has telekinesis, which they don't know until their dad gets shot, and then he just kind of like freaks out and like. It just bursts out of him, kills the cop. Because it flings him across the road and he breaks his neck or something. So then the older brother is on the run. Because he doesn't he's not even sure what happens. He just knows that his dad got shot and then the cop died somehow. And he knows that they're going to be blamed for it. So he grabs the little brother and he runs. So this whole series is him on the run. Spoilers, by the way, if you have not played this. Because they're that's the very that's the very beginning, so I haven't spoiled anything yet, but <laughs> Um, so, in the first episode, like, he's trying to get the kid somewhere safe, they're camping in the woods, they're trying to find food, and, like, there's this point where you can beg from this family, and I, I just could not do it. I was like, no, I'm not going to beg people for food. So instead, I go inside, and I don't have a lot of money. I had some that I was supposed to go into a party, so I had some cash on me. And you have the option to steal stuff, or just, like, put it in a basket and pay for it. So there's a lot of stuff that we could have used, like there's a tent, there's sleeping bags, there's a bunch of food and water. So I ended up getting some things. I ended up getting one of the sleeping bags. But I paid for all of it. Did not steal anything. So then we're outside at the picnic table eating, and this guy, who is the owner's husband, comes in. And he, Tilly. Uh, and he accuses us of stealing anyway. Locks, beats us up and locks us in a freaking... Matilda! Uh, locks us in the, his office for the cops to come. And obviously, like, we didn't steal anything, but the cops are looking for us because of this murder thing. Because uh, apparently, like, it sparked a lot of protests, too, because our dad was unarmed and he was shot, but people still aren't sure what happened with the police officer. So, like, there's a whole big thing. So there's a manhunt for us. So obviously, you know, getting caught by the cops would be bad. So we managed to break out, and this guy that was, like, writing a travel blog helps us escape. And so that's pretty much chapter one so he gets beat up by this guy uh in the first first chapter and his dad dies and yeah so then in the chapter two you find out like because in between the chapters he writes a bunch of stuff because he's an artist so he sketches pictures of everything and he writes about what happened previously like in between so they found this abandoned cabin and they've been living there for like a month eating canned ravioli that he fished out of a dumpster (laughs) Uh, but they have a little dog that they picked up at the at the uh, grocery store that they were adopting out. They ended up taking the dog. Uh, so for a month they're there, but then the, the little brother gets sick. So they have to leave to try to get medicine. So he decides to try to go to the grandparents' house, um, his mother's parents, because apparently she left them and he hates her. The little brother doesn't even know her because she left when he was still a baby. So they, they decide to go to the grandparents' house. But before you leave... Like, the dog, because it was the day we were leaving, and we were packing up, and the little brother asks you for help. So as I pass by the dog scratching to go outside to go to the bathroom, and the way this game is, you know, like, your actions have consequences and stuff. So I paused, and I was like, should I let the dog out? I was like, nah, I'd rather go out there with it in case it, like, because we're leaving, probably going to, like, 
wander off and we won't be able to find it or something. So I'm like, I'll wait until later. I'll help him pack and then I'll go outside with the dog. So I go to help the brother pack and he's like, the dog wants to go out. Can't you hear her scratching? And then he opens the door with his telekinesis and lets her out. So I'm like, huh, of course. But I'm like, maybe that was the consequence. See, he got annoyed that I didn't let her out. <laughs> I'm like, maybe that's it. So he, I finish helping him pack. He goes outside to, to collect the dog and I'm like, I'm going to give the little cabin once over to make sure we don't leave anything. So I look around, and then I leave, and I can't find either one of them. So then I go, and I find them, and the dog has been ripped apart by a freaking mountain lion. And the little brother is about to, like, kill the mountain lion with his psychic powers. So you have the choice to either stop him or let him do it. So I decided to stop him, and I chased the cougar off with a giant your first mistake right there. Listen, I don't my little brother blood killer with for blood <laughs> so but either way either way the dog's dead either way so it's like yay okay your little your little puppy that you had for a month has been ripped apart by google after everything else so then you go to the grandparents and they kind of they let you in you kind of explain the situation although you don't tell them about the little brother's powers so you're there for about another i think maybe two months but it's, it's about christmas time now uh, and they've been taking care of you and keeping you hidden. You're not supposed to like leave the house or anything, or call anyone, or use the internet. Tell that. So we're like, fine. You know what? We'll we'll follow these rules as long as it keeping us safe. Tell Matilda. So like, there's situations that come up. Like you could help with like chores and whatnot to be like a good influence on your brother and all that. Like, there's lots of choices to be, chances to be a good influence or bad influence. Like, I could have made him beg for food from the family, or I could have helped, made him help me steal. So I've always, like, for personally, I was choosing all the, like, good options, because that's the kind of person I am. <laughs> so, um, we end up meeting the, there's a little interlude episode, too, called The Adventures of Captain Spirit. Which it told me, the game told me to play that one because it was free before I played chapter two because he the characters from that are in it. So I did play that, and in that one you play a little kid whose dad whose mother died in a car accident and his dad's become an abusive drunk. <laughs> like, why are all of these so like I, I was telling I actually told Donnie about it. He's like, Why are you playing this game? It sounds more like social work. I was like, Yeah, it does. It's social work the game. Um so anyway, so you play through that, and he falls out of a treehouse, and then he's rescued by the little brother with the telekinesis at the end. Um, <clears throat> so that happens on the opposite side when you're playing this, because you're playing as the, the, the brothers. So you go outside in the back, and the, you see the kid fall out of the treehouse, and the little brother saves him. So then I tell the brother, you know, we have to pretend, try to conceal your power. We can't just be using it. And he's like, well, you know, what was the option? Let him die. And I was like, yeah, no, I guess not. You made the right choice there. <laughs> uh, so, but then he starts hanging out with the kid and he starts letting the kid think that he's got the powers. Because, like, whenever the kid, like, holds up his hand, your brother makes stuff move for him. Entirely. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's what I, later on, I intervened and I told him, I'm like, you need to tell him the truth because he could get hurt if he thinks he can do these things. And run uh, of a truck. I'm gonna save you, splatter. Yep. Um, so, uh, but uh, also during this time, our illustrious host Webby started watching. He's like, I was telling him about the game because he was bored. He's like, Oh, we'll stream it. Let me see. 
So I was streaming it to him, and the grandparents left, so I had the opportunity to use the phone or the internet, and he was like, do it. It's like, call your friend, because it was call your friend was an option. And I was like, Webby, the police are looking for me. I'm sure they have my friend's phone chase. He convinced me to call her, so then I called her, which turns out disastrous later. But, uh... <laughs> so then you end up going with the father and the kid to get a Christmas tree, and he, that's what I told the kid, you know, don't don't keep telling him that he's doing this. Tell him the truth. So he ends up telling him the truth. and you, But you run into like these two hippie kids that are <clears throat> um, hopping a train soon to go to someplace where they have work in California. Because you're, you're trying to slowly make your way towards Mexico in a city that your dad has. Uh, his family owned a home. Technically, he still owns it, even though he hasn't been back there in forever. So that's what we're trying to run to that city in Mexico, since there's a house there that we can use. And we're out of the United States, so no more problems with the cop killing business. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, during this episode, like, I talked to the dad about his drinking, because the little kid confided in, in, in me about it. And he said that he's going to let him live with the grandparents for a while, and while he gets help and stuff. So you kind of, like, help fix that. And, like, <clears throat> uh, so then you go into the house and you break into your mom's room because the grandparents told you not to go in there. But you go in anyway and you find this letter from her asking them to help you. And they didn't tell you about it. So the little brother freaks out and he's like, mom wants to help us. We should go find her. But you're, you're, the older brother's like, no. She's, she left us. She doesn't care about us. She's a jerk. Blah, blah, blah. So they end up fighting about it. But then the grandparents come home and see them in the room. So then there's a big fight between all of them. And the grandfather leaves because he, he doesn't like that the grandmother talks crap about the daughter. Uh, but then we hear a crash from downstairs and, like, this thing has fallen on him. So I tell the little brother to lift it off him with his telekinesis. <laughs> um, so now the grandparents know. Oh, the, I should actually say the grandfather already knew because he was just using his powers for random stuff until I yelled at him. Like, he was using it to, like, clean the dishes and whatnot. So the grandfather had already noticed. Um, but now the grandmother knows and she's like, oh, she's like, I, it's... Like, she's like, oh, it's a miracle, blah, 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 blah. So then, but then you kind of all make up, but then the, the sheriff shows up, and he says that they traced a call from the friend's house to the grandparents' house. And I was like, god damn it, Webby. <laughs> so then we have to run again. And, but the, the little kid, Chris, that thought he had superpowers helps us escape. And we end up hopping a train, and that's the end of that episode. But I was so mad because things kept going so bad for them. I was like... I'm going to go back. I, I, I rewound and I went back in time in the game and I made it so that I didn't answer the phone. But the cops still show up and say that they saw you at the Christmas tree place. I was like, oh, God damn it. Didn't even matter. <laughs> um, but like, and then the third episode, you're work, you actually end up working with these hippie people because you meet up with them. Like, like I said, it, it gives some of the details it gives in the little journal in between episodes. So the third episode, you're, you're with the these people, they're actually on a pot farm um, because they don't ask questions or anything or don't ask for ID. So you're, like, basically harvesting and growing pot for these people. Uh, so you're hanging out with the hippies and stuff, and your brother's, like, getting mad at you because most of them are older teenagers, so you're, like, hanging out more with them than with him. And he's practicing his powers, and, like, he's telling you he's not a little kid anymore, even though he's only nine. <laughs> He lifts this giant freaking tree trunk out of the out of the lake and smashes it back down, and he's like, "I'm not a kid anymore." So he, he's like making you nervous, 
because <laughs> um, he also flung you across the forest at one point, and like he apologized for it, but he did do it. <clears throat> um, so that's there's that. He's making you nervous. You're doing all this work to try to get money so that you can get to Mexico. So then, when the guy's going to pay you, he sneaks into the guy. The little kid sneaks into the guy's house. So he freaks out and he refuses to pay you, and. Uh, he tells the like one of his goons to beat up the little brother. So the little brother takes it like an ashtray telekinetically off the thing and smashes him in the head with it. And he thinks that one of you guys, because there's more people than you, there's you and the, the hippie kids and what. Uh, and he's like, "Who threw that?" So I took responsibility for it. And he beats the crap out of me. So now the kid has got me beaten up and lost us all the money we needed to get away. And I was so angry. <laughs> Uh, but then the the other the hippie guy says, you know, we can go, we can break into his safe <clears throat> and take the money, and then just go because today was the last or their last day anyway. Um, he's like, then you'll have the money to get there and blah blah blah. And at first, I was like, no, I don't want to use my little brother for that. But then the brother, him and the brother, both keep insisting that they can do it. So I finally gave in. So I'm like, okay, let's try it. So at first it's going well, but then things go wrong and the guy wakes up and he tries to shoot you. <laughs> uh, the little So uh, he's going to shoot the hippie guy and I tell the kid to try and intervene with his power, which he does. He throws the guy's shotgun away, but then the other guy has a, a handgun. So I leapt on him myself to try to knock the handgun away. The little kid ends up getting shot in the shoulder and he goes crazy destroys the entire house with his power and all of us, and you end up with a giant shard of glass in your eye. Which, which I mentioned he was an artist, right? <laughs> so now he has, he's lo he loses an eye. He lost a little brother, and that was how the third one ended. And I will stop there. I was like, to be fair, Van Gogh lost an ear. You don't need an air, ear to draw. You need eyes. You could be the first blind artist. Just make Picasso's. It's fine. <laughs> like you don't need it's fine. one eye is fine. You need you only need one eye. Except you have no depth perception anymore. Depth perception is it's all in the mind. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You just <laughs> you you can you can draw art from a unique perspective now. Yeah. <clears throat> Ye of little faith. Ye of little faith. Okay. So anyway, that's how chapter three ended. So chapter four, you're in the hospital. You're talking to the FBI because they're after they caught you. They have police outside your door. Hey, the old sponsor of this podcast, FBI. How's it going, FBI guys? Oh yeah, hey, you listening? It's been a while. It's been a while. How, how you guys been? You guys keeping safe out there? Um, so they're gonna take you to the your trial now that you're you've been healed up. Your eyes at least healed over. You know, you lost it. You're you're a patch. You're basically a pirate now. Uh, and then they do a depth perception check, which I was like, oh my god, this is terrible. Because, <laughs> like, I never realized how bad it would be. Because you're trying to, like, he holds up a pen and you're supposed to try and hit it with another pen. And, like, it looked like it was lined up several times, but I ended up failing the test because every time I moved the pen, it looked like they were lined up, but I would miss. I was like, damn, that's fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, Rob, jeez. Depth perception's yeah. important. Um,. So yeah, so it's harder for him to draw now, which was the only thing he really did. Because like, in the first one, you're, you get to control Max, who has the rewind time power. So you get to do all these interesting things. In this one, this kid doesn't have anything other than the art. He doesn't really do anything special. 
Like, it's the little brother that has the telekinesis. Now, you could ask the little brother to do things, like, do this, or, like, move this, and blah, 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 but he's the one that actually has to do it. So, <laughs> so now he's got pretty much nothing. He's in police cuffs. The, he's got no way to escape, and his, even his drawing is worse now because he has lost an eye. <laughs> so... Only because uh, he doesn't know how to spin that. He needs to learn to spin it, and it's fine. <laughs> you can draw with one eye. This is true. I mean, he does eventually get better again by the end of almost the end of the game. See, look, ha- happy ending. There you go. No, I said almost the end. <laughs> happy, happy ending. Uh, Rob's out here lying. A bit of fake news. Everything's fine. Yeah. So you. In this chapter, the you you escape out of I well you escape the hospital room. There are several ways to accomplish it. Apparently, I did it by sneaking out the window and didn't hurt anybody. But because at the end, it gives you the choices of things that could have happened and like the percentages of players that did stuff. Apparently, there was a way that you could escape by beating up the or- orderly that was actually the only one that was your friend in the hospital by beating up the cop outside the door or by sneaking out the window, which is what I did. I was like, why would you even bother trying to beat people up when you can sneak out the window? But okay. Uh, I mean, I almost fell and died sneaking out the window, but I didn't. Um, so you, you get away. You, I snuck over towards like this part where they were building the hospital and went down the scaffolding. Uh, and I hotwired a car and got away. So... Uh, you drive for a while, and then you like pull over to sleep because it's the middle of the night and you're exhausted. So you have this dream where you're talking to your dad about everything that's happened to you, and that like you're going on a camping trip. And it's actually kind of nice for a while, but then like somebody's knocking on the window, and you wake up, and there's these two guys outside that like are yelling at you for being on the property. And I tried to just drive away several times, but it wouldn't like they kept like because he didn't lock the door. Apparently, I'm like, why did you not lock the door, kid? Why? So they pull him out of the car, and they're gonna—they're taking his stuff and going through it. And one of them's kind of like, "Okay, we've done enough. Let's let's go." And the other guy's like, "No, blah blah blah." And he makes you sing a song before you can leave. And like, it's karaoke. Yeah, well, terrible karaoke where they're threatening to like smash your brains in. Ah, Uh, That's irrelevant. And no. Like, I felt really bad for the kid. I was like, because there was a choice where you could sing or couldn't. And I knew if he didn't sing, though, he was going to get beat up again. So I was like, I can't let him get beat up. So I made him sing the song. And it was still, like, heartbreaking (laughs) for him to have to sing. And I felt really bad about that. So so then he drives for a while, but he runs out of gas. And then he's walking down a desert, (laughs) walking in the desert along the road. So this trucker stops and offers you a ride. And I was, like, hesitant at first, but I'm like, no. Not gonna make him walk down the desert anymore. But the guy actually turns out to be really nice. Rob's like, this is already going terrible. He's a pedophile. Yeah. This is this is. <laughs> I, I was afraid of something like that, or he was like a He's redneck a again, like the other guys, and was gonna beat you up because you're you're a Hispanic kid through this whole thing. Um. <laughs> uh. So. Yeah, but he turned out to be a nice guy. He gave me a sandwich and stuff, and then he warns me about the town I'm going to. Oh, because. One of the hippie kids from the thing said that left you a secret message in your sketchbook saying, basically telling you that he took your brother and he's safe. So you're going to meet up with him. Um, but the town that they're in, the, the trucker tells you that the people there are really weird. So you're like, oh God. So you get there and it's like a church. It's a church. 
and they're all like worshiping they're worshiping your brother because of what he can do because he showed them of course so they all think he's like an agent of god and it's just like oh my god so then you you show up and he's like oh he's like i thought you were dead i'm so sorry about your eye like he's crying and stuff but the lady that runs the church like manipulates you into fighting with her not fighting with her but like not physically but like arguing with her while and then uh well they leave like she she sends your little brother and 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 this other little girl away to go get stuff for you they're like oh you know what get him some food he's tired blah blah blah. and your brother's like no i want to he's like i want to talk to him he just got here and she's like there'll be plenty of time to talk later blah blah blah. so while they're gone she like picks a fight with me which i'm arguing with her so our voices get raised and then she kind of like grabs me and starts like pushing me around so i i like stood my ground so and then she pretends to like fall over so when the other kids so when the kids come back she's like oh blah blah, blah. he attacked me and blah, blah, blah. so she blames it out like she manipulates dirty him yeah dirty so she's like you need to to go and like and whatever and then you can come back you can rejoin us once you've you know atoned and for your sins and blah 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 so your brother decides to stay with her. I'm like, you little ass. After all I've done for you, I lost a fucking bro, bro. eye. I lost a yeah, fucking eye for you, you little bastard. I lost an eye for you, you bastard. <laughs> so anyway, for you. Your, your mom that you hated shows up and offers her help. Because the hippie kid also sent a letter to her. <clears throat> uh, with the address that you found at your grandparents. So she shows up to help you get him out. Because they're basically a cult. Um... So you have, like, a long talk with her about why she left and stuff and all that. Uh, she has powers, too, doesn't she? No, she doesn't. She doesn't Damn. She doesn't even realize he has powers at this point. She just knows he's part of a cult. She doesn't see the power until you confront the lady. And then she's kind of like, what the fuck is happening? So, I don't know. But I don't, yeah, because he tried, the kid you are, he tried to see if he could do the same thing, and he can't. And as far as he knows, the dad didn't know how to do it either, so they're not sure where it came from. Um, and the mom definitely does not, because she has no clue. <laughs> but she she was basically like, you know, I don't think I was ever meant to be a mother. Like, I felt like, I feel like that's what my parents wanted and what society wanted from me. But then after she had the second kid, she was kind of like, I don't think this is what I want. So that's, so basically she left because she felt that the dad would be a better parent anyway even without her and then she went to go live a different life which like he says he can't forgive her for that but he kind of understands what she means but he still thinks it's a shitty thing to do and she's like you know i agree but you know she's like if i had stayed i would have been more miserable and who knows if i would have taken it out on you guys and blah blah blah. so so anyway they kind of at least partially reconciled in order to get the kid out of the cult so um (laughs) You're going to search the the hippie kid that got him out. His sister is involved in it, too. And they do that thing where they only pray over sickness. They won't go to the doctor. And she's got, like, pneumonia or something. And so she's dying slowly. Uh, So he's like, if you help me get my sister out, I'll help you with your brother. So you guys agree. And you go and you look, because you try to find the medical records. You break into the pastor's house. And her assistant is coming, so you guys are hiding, and your mom's, like, on the radio. She's like, I have an idea. I'll draw him away. So then he's, like, I was hiding in a closet, and he was about to open it. And all of a sudden, you hear people screaming and stuff from outside. 
So he goes to check it out, and, and the, uh, the hippie kid's like, wow, what did your mom do? Uh, she's, she did, or she'll, he's like, she did it. It's like, yeah, I guess she did. So we go outside, and there's a fucking giant building on fire. <laughs> like, he's like, well, and the other kid's like, your mom's a badass. <laughs> so anyway, so they go and they confront. I'm just setting buildings on fire. Yep. So they go and they confront the, the church lady, and <clears throat> she tries to convince the, the kid to come with you, the mother. Um, and But the other lady's like, you know, she's not your mother. You've never even met her. This is what she did to you, blah, blah, blah. I'm your mother now and all this. So I found some things at her house that, like, helped me convince the kid. Like, I found a thing saying that she went to the doctor even though she doesn't let other people. I found that she, uh, the mother had written a letter to him that she had intercepted and didn't let him see. So I showed him all this stuff, and he's like, but as I'm telling them this, the 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 pastor's assistant guy is beating the shit out of me. And I have to keep getting up from the floor all bloody, like, saying these things. And then he starts beating me with a gun, and then he, the last point, he's about to shoot me, and then the, finally the kid intervenes. But as he intervenes, like, he still can't control his power super well, so he knocks over a bunch of candles, too. So then the freaking church is on fire. Now we're fighting with this guy in a burning church. <laughs> um, so then he finally, you know, we, the guy gets knocked out. He drops the gun, and I pick it up. And the, the kid is like, "Okay, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I was, I believed her. All these things, blah blah. But let's go." So the three of us start to leave, but she locks the door to the church, and she's like, "Gonna let all of us burn <laughs> together." So I threaten her with the gun, and she still won't move. So I have the option to shoot her or ask the kid to push her out of the way. <laughs> so I was like, I don't think I should just shoot this lady. So I asked the kid to push her out of the way, which he does. He he pushes her through the door so that it opens and we're all outside. <clears throat> um, so that's how that one ends. Which that one was not, other than getting beat to a pulp with the gun, not too, oh, and the freaking people making you sing in the desert. That one wasn't too, too bad compared to some of the other things that happened. So I was like, okay, well, maybe the ending will be better. Spoiler alert, it's not. <laughs> so the beginning of the last chapter, you're staying with your mom in this place called Away, which is basically like a trailer park in the desert. But there's a lot of nice people there, and they don't care about the kid's powers. Like, he's helping this lady make iron sculptures and stuff with his powers and all that. Um... So you end up staying there in the desert for a while, a couple months with your mom. Um, so then you camp out one night under the stars, and you come back, and she leaves a note saying that she went into the town for a grocery run. Um, she never came back. I, that's what I was thinking might happen, but all of her stuff was still there, so I'm like, she wouldn't have left without, like, because her camper and all that is still there. I'm like, she wouldn't have left without this stuff, I don't think. But that's what I was suspecting, because they were like, oh, he's like, it was good for Karen to... Uh, suggest we stay out in this and camp out and look at the stars and so i was thinking she would just be gone when they got back to the to the camp i was like she left you guys behind but she actually didn't because all her stuff was still there um <clears throat> but you do like little tasks and stuff and you and your brother play this game where he buried stuff all over the the town and you had to find it and you it was like a, a treasure hunt so that was actually kind of fun and then you help the lady build a sculpture and she tells you that you know you should be an artist even if even though like, you lost an eye and whatnot. And she's like, that can be your thing. The one-eyed artist. See? See? <laughs> yeah, I know. So, but anyway. How you so, play the game? I know what's up. <clears throat> so your mom comes back. And she actually comes back. And she's with the, the stepdad from the first game. 
Chloe's stepdad, and he's actually living there too. Um, so they talk about they they bring in the groceries and stuff because they bought they they have like a town run for everybody's groceries, so they're delivering the groceries to other the rest of the town to different people. And uh, <clears throat> so she's like, "We need to talk." So they all sit down, and she's like, she shows them a, a newspaper thing that was in town that the three of them are being searched for in the area for for burning down the church because the two kids were already being searched for for the other thing and the explosion and the escape from the hospital and now the the, fi- the burning of the church she's like so it's only a matter of time before they come here looking for you guys and her she's on there too she's like so it's time for you guys to cross the border she's like it's only about five hours away um i'm gonna since she's like we're gonna get your car ready i'm gonna give you the supplies and then you're gonna go and he's like what are you going to do? She's like, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to be arrested for burning down the church. And hopefully that will gain you enough time to get away. So she basically is like, I'm going to take the fall for that one. You guys get away. Um, so then the Chloe's dad talks to you and he is like, like they're starting to do subtle things where like, they're kind of trying to convince you almost to turn yourself in. Because he starts talking about how the truth is on your side and that everybody here believes you, that you didn't do it, and that, you know, the truth will kind of win out if you decide to, you know, turn yourself in. So we talk about that for a while. But then we end up leaving. So we head to the border, and there's a giant border wall, obviously. Uh, So the little kid, like, struggles and stuff, but manages to bust it open. So you think you're home free, but you're on your way back, walking back to the car to get in to drive through the gap. The kid gets shot from uh, like border patrols, not like the real ones, like the vigilante ones. Like shot dead? Uh, no, he gets shot in the arm, but uh, but he like from the shock of it, he like passes out. So at first you think he's dead. Um, so they grab you and they push you down, and like the lady's cuffing you and whatever, and she's like, "When are you're?" She's like, oh, where are your friends? Blah, blah, blah. He's like, I don't have any friends there because they think they're, yeah, you're trying to break in. He's like, we're not breaking in. We're trying to leave. And she's like, yeah, right. <laughs> you're, going, you're breaking into Mexico? And he's like, yeah. Uh, so then the actual Border Patrol comes, though, and sees that they shot the kids. So then they arrest them. Uh, but then they're taking the kid to, they lift up the, the brother to bring him to the infirmary. And he like, says his real name. Uh, and he's like, wait, are you Sean? And they, uh, Sean Diaz? And he's like, you're coming with me. So then they know who you are and that you've been being uh, searched for. So then you end up in a cell with a couple a couple that had broken into the country. And, and in the next cell next to you are the vigilantes that shot your brother. <clears throat> so then you have a long conversation about how the reason why people keep leaving is all the violence in Mexico and it's not really a safe place for their child and blah, 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 which is another thing like that's digging into you that maybe you shouldn't go to Mexico. Uh, so then after you talk to them, the cop comes with you, comes to take you to an interrogation room and he's talking to you about all the things that you've done. And he's like, he's like, well, you're going to and definitely going to end up going to trial. He's like, but your brother's, too young to they're not going to prosecute him he'll probably end up going back to your grandparents if they want him and you know that they do they would take him in so it's kind of like another thing well if i surrender the little brother at least gets to go back to the grandparents so i was like so they're starting to convince me that i should just surrender 
So I, I figured maybe this was it, but then there's like the lights flicker and there's like a big like crash and the little brother's like breaking you out of the cell uh, with his powers. So then you're like running through this place like uh, and then you have the option to like just to have like I've kept trying to distract the cops by making him like move things. And then I ended up like throwing lockers at two of them and knocking them into a uh, a closet and sealing it shut and stuff. So we managed to get out of there without killing anyone. And uh, we're heading for the border as we get back in the car and drive off. So because we can't find, we don't know where we are, and as opposed to where we had broken the hole in the wall, we have to head for the like the main border entrance. So we get there, and of course, there's like a cop blockade. And then there's a bunch of cops that come in behind us. So then there's like, you're you're talking to each other in the car about how like, because the whole time you're making up the story about the Wolf Brothers, and the kids like, so how does the story of the Wolf Brothers end? So you have to either surrender or um, charge the blockade. So I'm like, those are the last choices that you have to make. And I was like, so I picked to surrender because I was figuring, you know. Is kind of pushing me in that direction that seems more like the right choice to make, blah, blah. So, so that's what I did. And the kid's like freaking out and he's like, we're probably not going to be able to see each other anymore, blah, blah. So I, like, I was getting really sad. So they take the kid away, the teenager, and the boy does get to go live with the grandparents. And you see a bunch of like photos of him and the grandparents. You get to see him at a graduation, him getting his first job and all that, and then move to his new apartment. So then, at the after you see all the photos and stuff, and it, it shows a comic book that the, the older kid had drawn of Super Wolf. Um, so then it says 15 years later, and it shows the older kid just getting released from prison. So I was like, that poor kid who did nothing wrong went to prison for 15 years. I, I was so angry. <laughs> And then, like, at the end, they show, because they promised they would go camping again someday in the same place where you camped in the first episode. So they go camping there, and the older brother has, like, a breakdown where he's just, like, miserable and crying because he basically missed out on all his, his most of his life up to this point. And I was so upset and so angry that I reset it and went back, and I told him to charge the border instead. And in that one, the little kid gets upset about having to to push the cop cars, like, because he's like, no, I don't want to hurt anybody, but you're already driving, and they're shooting at you, and he's like, I know, I know, but they're shooting at us. There's nothing else we could do now. So he pushes the cop cars out of the way, he manages, but then he kind of has, like, a a, a constant conscious crisis where he's like, he realizes it was him that killed the cop and everything, like, all the explosions that Sean's being blamed for is his fault. So he jumps out of the car and surrenders himself. <clears throat> uh, but Sean gets, keeps going into Mexico. And he says, don't come back for me. And he makes him, like, go. So then I felt that that was a better ending because they're separated still. But at least Sean gets to live out his life in Mexico now because during that ending, you see the same pictures, but it's only been six years. So it's not like it doesn't show his graduation because he hasn't graduated yet and stuff like that. But like it shows him with the grandparents again, the younger kid, and it shows him uh, like there's some articles about a mysterious somebody that saved a bus and blah, 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 blah. 
<clears throat> and then at the end, it's Christmas, and he gets a postcard from Sean, who's hanging out with the hippie kid that almost got them killed, <laughs> but uh, they were still friends. Uh, um, they're hanging out in Mexico. But I was like, okay, so that's slightly better, but charging the border seemed like the wrong choice. So I don't see how you got the better ending by making the wrong choice in the end. And also, it's like, okay, so for this whole thing, he fought to keep his family together because, like, if he just wanted to be separated, he could have just, you know, stayed put at the very beginning when the cop was killed and just stayed there and done nothing. And, like, he fought through this whole thing to keep his brother with him, like, every step of the way. And at the end, the brother just bails, and it's like, okay, well, now they're separated anyway. And I was like, how is that, like, I mean, it's better than him going to prison, but he can never come back to the, the U.S. Like, yes, okay, people could go down there and, and visit him, and maybe the little brother will someday, but he also is shown to have an ankle bracelet on. So I don't know if that's, like, because they know he has psychic powers now, because he, what do he do with the cop cars, and they're keeping tabs on him, or what? But I was like, okay, so both of these endings. Uh, but I felt that that was the better one because at least the older kid didn't have to give up most of his life in prison. <laughs> but I was still like, I'm just like, oh my god. Uh, and then I found out that there are two other uh, endings that you could possibly have, and that's oh, if like you were a bad influence on the kid, like if you were stealing stuff, if you shot the lady in the church and whatnot. Like, he basically becomes a little fucking psycho. So that way, then, those two endings, if you choose to, to charge the border, he doesn't disagree or have a crisis of conscience and goes with you. But he murders all the cops at the border, just, like, slaughters all of them. So then you go down to Mexico, and he's basically, like, a supervillain. But you're still... But that's the only ending where you end up together. And then the other ending was if you tried to surrender and, he was, and you were a bad influence on him, he doesn't want you to surrender and he tries to stop the cops from taking you away and you end up dying and then he still goes to Mexico and becomes a supervillain. I was just like, what? Like, all of these endings, none of them are, like, good. Like, there's no freaking good ending for this poor kid. So, that is my rant. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean... I, honestly, like to me, that it's 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 a fucked up story. It's a messed up ride, but I mean, it 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 there is no super happy ending. No, I mean, like I said, the one where they're separated and the older kids in Mexico is the happiest one that I could see. <laughs> I mean, there because I was I was looking up that's when I found the endings. Like a lot of people think that the prison one is the happiest ending because after prison, like. He still gets to stay with his brother and he can see everybody. It's like, but he he didn't get to go to college. He basically spent some of the arguably best years of your life in prison for something he didn't even do. Like he threw out the game. Like I he helped a bunch of people. He didn't commit like I mean he worked on a pot farm and stuff. But really, do fifteen years for working on a pot farm? Are you serious? especially since the other people that were in, involved in that got, like, two years probation. It's like, when he went to jail for 15 whole years. It's like, uh, I don't know. Well, it just did, did he also go to jail wrong. for... Did he also go to jail for killing the cop? Yeah. So, that's, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it was. It was either out his brother or go to jail for killing the cop. I mean, that's the more noble ending, in my opinion. It, it's noble, yeah, but it's so fucking unfair because, like, all the things the kid went through, 
like losing the eye, getting beat up so many times and stuff, and like trying Wait, to. Keep... Rob, Rob's about fairness. I forgot about this. It, yeah, I mean, it, it sucks. Like, yeah, it's noble. He went to, to prison for his little brother, but it's like, I don't. Like, especially since killing the cop was an accident. Like, it's not like his brother intended to kill the cop. Like, it happened because the dad died and he just, like, he never had, even knew he had these powers until that happened. And then he just, like, his brain exploded, basically. Let's basically, be it's like, like if, uh, let's be honest, if a Mexican kid kills a cop, like, even by accident, like, it. it, it I know, but my argument is, not. like, okay, yes, this is probably what would happen in real life. This is a video game. I don't need crappy real life. In, in, injecting itself into my video games. Okay? I get that. I World understand your point. I understand your point, but I mean, I, sometimes it's always like that. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was like I said. I don't know if I identified too much with the kid, or if I felt like fatherly. But I felt like so bad for him, and that he had got such a raw deal. Like, I seriously spent like an hour crying over it, <laughs> and then I, because the like usually the one where the ending I get first is the one that feels like the, the real end con, uh, canon ending to me, which is the one where he went to prison. So I'm just like, that's so fucking unfair. Taylor. And whereas the other one was slightly better, where he was in Mexico, like, yeah, but then it, it felt like you had to make the wrong choice at the end, where you rushed the, the border uh, blockade. And I'm like, that feels like you're being rewarded for making the wrong choice. And it, I don't know. I just, I didn't, like, bravo for making me feel so t attached to these characters, but also, fuck you. Don't nod. <laughs> I understand, I got you. <laughs> I got you. But yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm happy you you enjoyed the game, question mark. Um, I enjoyed the game until the ending. Well, actually, there were parts in it where I was really, like, a lot of it made me fucking sad. I don't know why I kept playing after the third episode. Because yeah. you gotta see it through, man. You, you know, that's yeah. one of those games where you gotta see it through. It, it's fine. Like, it, games like that to me are, games like that to me in a weird way are almost therapeutic. Mm. Yeah. I can like, see you play them for a while, and you're just like, you're sad, but then it's kind of like, it put it re puts your life back in perspective. Sometimes yeah. you're just like, yeah, okay, it's not too bad. Like it, it could be worse. Yeah. Like I can experience this shit and not have to experience this shit. That's not bad. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, so games like that for me are kind of therapeutic. Like I actually do every now and again like playing like just a super like gripping story game like that where I'm just like, oh man, every choice, every one of these choices kind of suck. <laughs> <laughs> like um. Like another one like that, it's kind of not not that bad because that one you still had like the action teams in there mixed in, but like um, uh, like The Walking Dead, mm. like games like that. R.I.P. Telltale. Um, another game that was kind of like similar to that was a uh, Heavy Rain, and yeah, actually, you know what? I may buy Heavy Rain and play that again. Yeah, I liked Heavy Rain too. I may buy that and play that again. That 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 game is actually kind of like a lot of fun. And they just released it on PC in, back in June. So yeah. See, but the thing about Heavy Rain is there was a possibility. Oh, like a, a really good ending. Oh yeah, for everybody but the serial killer to have a bad ending. 
or have a good ending. I mean, there was possibility for all of them to have a bad ending too, but there was a way for all of them to have a happy ending. Whereas this, there wasn't really a super happy ending <laughs> at all. Like there was no way to get one. Yeah, no, I I get you. I get you. I mean, I guess it was all endings that were happy. There, were, there was a happy ending, but it was like no, it it was no perfect happy ending. Yeah, it was yeah, happy. The best you could get, basically, which wasn't yeah. super bad, but still not super great. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Alrighty. Well, that was like that wasn't that was the intended topic for the evening, but I mean that did take up a good chunk of time, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, sorry, was, I uh, did say I did tell him I wanted to rant about like, and that's totally fine. Like, <laughs> no, no, I actually like that's I'm totally fine with that. Like, I love the fact that you did. That's totally fine. Um, I mean, yeah, we can roll because honestly, like, I don't know how long other stuff topic wise are gonna last for. So, <laughs> Rob, what do you what do you what do you roll into? I got we can because how long have we been going? Out of curiosity. Uh, let's see. Started Craig at 8.44, so it's been about 50 minutes. Okay, so if you want, we can save the other two topics I had in the, uh, in the, in the, in the shoot, unless you want to talk about your books. They got uh, you. And you can talk about those you want to, we can save those, and we can do some would you rather questions to, to, to end this off. Uh, we can do either one. I'm good with either. I mean, no. I feel like the would you rather questions we've kind of done a lot of times with Webby. Um, so I mean, I, well, a lot of the times, period. Um, and yeah, yeah, and I'm, and there's a lot I got to catch back up with Webby on, like Lucifer and other stuff when he gets back. So we're not gonna have time to do this. I just knock those out. And I think he would like to talk about his probably his favorite books, and I would like to his first D and D character. So we can we can shelf those for later. All right. Um, and do some fun would you rather questions. Um, do you want to do it via dice roll? You know what? I'll do it via dice roll. Um, dice roller. Because I have a total of 250 from this random website. And why not? So we're going to roll. I need the right dice for a second here. Wizard's dice. There we go. 1d250. <laughs> All right. Rob, we're going to roll 1d250. All right, roll it up. Boom, first one up. That is not possible. That is true. Okay. I did roll. I did put that in the wrong orientation. I was like, there's no way I rolled. I rolled 250 D1s, which is kind of silly because there's no point to roll a D1, Rob. <laughs> 37. I think you'll get a 1 if you roll a D1. If I roll a D1 and I got like a zero, I'd I'd leave. <laughs> it's kind of like that like that jokey meme, like that face you make when your when your reflection beats you in rock paper scissors. <laughs> <laughs> oh <Is> shit! That... <laughs> would a D1 just be a marble with a one page on it? I mean, I... <laughs> he just rolls forever. He's rolling it like stop rolling. <laughs> it never stops rolling. Ooh, I feel like, okay, I feel like this is actually kind of like SU pertinent. So, um, also too, listeners, feel free to post on Facebook, post your answer to these questions on Facebook. I would love to know your answers. So the first question is, would you rather have every movie spoiled for you before you watch it or not be able to watch a new movie until it's been out for a year? Ooh. 
I would probably take the second one because that's kind of pretty much where I'm at anyway. <laughs> like, I never go to the movies anymore. So they've yeah. all been out for like a year before they come on Netflix and I can actually watch them. Yeah, I rarely go to the movies. I do, like, I really enjoy going to the movies. There are, like, movies every year that come out. Like, I'm like, I gotta go see that in the movie theater. But, like, I used to go to the movies a lot more when I lived with my roommate because that was, like, our thing. Because I live, like, literally across the street from movie theater. On Friday, they had, uh, at the movie, at the drive-in, they had um, the new Mutants and the new Bill and Ted movie playing together. And me and my soon-to-be roommate were gonna go see that. And then we totally forgot. It was, like, Saturday, and I was like, oh, my God, we forgot to go to the drive-in. And she was like, you're right. I totally forgot about that. We both wow. just forgot to go. I forget to go to the drive-in. Like, what? <laughs> what are the steps that have to happen there to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that thing we were supposed to do that we bought tickets for maybe or not? I'm not sure. <laughs> Whoops, my bad. Yeah, it was just, I was just like, oh yeah, we were gonna go to the movies yesterday. And she's like, oh yeah, I totally forgot. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's hilarious. That is hilarious. So for me personally, I think I, even though I do like enjoy the movies, I think I don't mind being, spo- I don't mind being spoiled. Like I'm not a big person. Like spoilers don't ruin a movie for me. Too often. Mm. I think I, I think for me personally, like, the biggest like spoilers that ruin the movie for me are like if someone ruins like the twist in like a horror movie. Yeah. Like, because then like it's all just pointless. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I I I definitely would pick the the year because like I said, mostly anyway, it's been almost a year before I see movies, and I'd like yeah. to have the ending still be a secret. I Webby, think I'm like sixty forty. I think I'm like sixty forty. Like, just spoil me, but yeah. it's like it, it's hard for me because it's like that's actually a hard question because it's like it's sixty forty, but it can go either way any day in my opinion. <laughs> so it's like I would even say it's like fifty one forty nine, not even sixty one forty, like yeah. or sixty sixty one forty. What, what the hell scale are we on today? I don't even know. Anyway, one hundred and one, right, hundred and one, baby. Uh, that's, what, that's how much percentage I give effort on this podcast. That, that was a sentence, people. Uh, I, I can tell you that Webby would, would pick the spoils. spoils. Yep, because every time I suggest a, a TV series to him, he asks me a ton of questions, and I'm like, "Well, if I tell you that, it's going to spoil the the show." He's like, "Tell me, I hate surprises. Just tell me." I'm happy <laughs> that he finally started watching um, High Metro Mother, though. <laughs> yeah, he told me that. I've never seen it either. Oh man, you gotta watch How I Met Your Mother. It's so good. I will. I've got so I've got like a list of things after Naruto, which I, by the way I finally made it to ship uh, ship it in. Wow, so, you and Webby both made it ship it at the same time. Just about you guys should watch shipping together. Yeah, I think I, Webby uh, just started shipping in like the like literally like yesterday yeah, or the before. Yeah, I'm on like episode four or something. But I mean, like think- four episodes in, and Sakura is already way more useful than she was in all of Shonen Jump. I was like, okay, thank bye. you. <laughs> That's all I've been saying out here. <laughs> all I've been saying out here in these streets. That's all I wanted was her to be useful, and she she delivered in this. I don't know why she was even in Shonen Jump, to tell you the truth. They should have just said, oh, I know this girl named Sakura. She's going to come around at some point, and then just had her appear. <laughs> I got a work page, so I'm trying to figure out if I have to go into work. Um, I don't think so. I'm not sure. That's not in a location I give a crap about. And this is at Sign of My Grace. It is 5 East, not a location I give a crap about. So I don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> hey, it's not cool. my problem. You don't pay me to go in and fix those problems. 
Anyway, next question. 101. Oh, before, we, before we go on. Oh, I, uh, one thing I hate about freaking Ship It In, though, is that the, the intro is like halfway through the show. So you have to watch it. I'm like, I think oh. that does change, actually. Like, I don't know why they did. Like, I think they did it like tw- like the first like twenty or thirty episodes, like even that long. I feel like that changes. Like I'm, I almost <laughs> feel like that changes like abruptly. I think everybody yeah, uh, hates that. I was like, why is it halfway through the show? And then also like it replays the theme song and shows you scenes you've already seen. I'm like, why? What is the point of this? Yeah, I feel like they changed that. I really feel like they changed that at some point. Anyway, um, so anyway, yeah, I rolled 101, so, uh, yeah, um, conspiracy theories. Oh, that's a hard one. Oh, no would you rather give up pizza forever or give up tacos forever? <gasps> no. <laughs> You're right? I love them both. I know, that's, oh, oh, that's hard. Oh my god, I think I'd have to go with tacos as much as I love them. I love pizza more. I love I, I love tacos more, but I can have taco pizza. It's not the same. But, oh man, that's hard. I mean, I can still put taco meat on my pizza. So, I mean, you could, you could make a taco pizza. You could make, like, taco sauce for the sauce. Get, like, a thin, like, corn-based crust. Yeah, and like okay, at, at what point am I just making a tostada though? Which is not a taco technically. So technically, I will give up tacos. You could, put, you could get like those cheesy nachos and then just pour ground beef or whatever and stuff on top and make your own like sided oh, like, tacos. That's really hard. That's really hard though. That, that's a hard one. <laughs> give up pizza forever or tacos forever? I think like. I think it is most situations in life, like giving up pizza forever would like affect me more than tacos forever. Like yeah. I rarely have people come into work like, yo, Hey, I got a taco pack for everybody. But like people be like, I got pizza for lunch. It's like, cool. You know? Yeah. Like most places too, they're like that do just generic food. Like even grocery stores usually have like pizza, but they don't have tacos. Like, it's not like, Oh, here's a pre wrapped taco. <laughs> Yeah, not like pre-made tacos. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't know if I would want a pre-made, like, I, I don't know how I'd feel about if I walked into like, in like a mire, and then like they had like a like a single crunchy taco wrapped in like cellophane mm-hmm. for like, th- like, yeah. like eighty cents. I'd be like, I don't know how I feel about this. this but also like, there's frozen this feels like somebody's stuff. lunch like, that they just didn't finish, and now they want to sell it. Like you can put a pizza in a microwave and have pizza. I don't know that they have like frozen tacos that work that way. I've never they, seen one. They have roll tacos. <laughs> so okay, so how far does this go? How far <laughs> does this go? Like. Can we still eat taquitos? Are taquitos legal? I, I don't know. I want to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say taquitos are legal. They're not tacos. They're roll tacos, technically, but I think taquitos are legal. <laughs> Hold on. Let me go to Wikipedia here. Taquitos. Are taquitos... Okay. Okay. I th- think they may be off the list. Like, it says a taquito, tacos dorados, roll taco... Flatuas, which is unfortunately a you know, roll taco. I think I got to disqualify it from the list. No. Damn it. So I can't do taquitos, unfortunately. But you can still do tostadas, which is okay. I can live with. Can you still do quesadillas? Because then I'll be okay. I say yes. I say I'll say yes. I have a quesadilla is different enough. Because then it's like, well, can you do a burrito? It's like, yeah, you can do a burrito. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Like we're good. We're good. We can still eat other stuff. I can still eat a burrito. If it was like if it was like give up Italian cuisine or give up Mexican cuisine, I think I'd cry. Like that's hard. <laughs> that's hard. 
Yeah. Like you're giving up like a bunch of pasta or you're going to give up like a lot of flavor. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would still go Italian food just because I eat a lot more Italian than I do Mexican. Like, so my favorite, my favorite, see, this is the problem though. My favorite dish is an Italian dish. My favorite, like, food, no, like, my favorite, like, region of food mm. is Mexican food. But my favorite dish, like, of all time is an Italian dish. So it's kind of like, I don't know how I feel about this either way. <laughs> like, I've given up my favorite dish or I've given up, like, my favorite collective of dishes. It's like, which one? That's, that's rough. That, 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 oh, oh, that's that's a no ne- next roll god damn it we're not, we're Matilda that. stop 220 all right we're just we're just doing this today apparently 220 baby um I mean that's an easy one for me I would give up the first one but yeah so would you rather give up alcohol for two years or give up texting forever uh alcohol yeah, I mean that's fine. I, I like, barely drink alcohol as it is. <laughs> yeah, like I drink, I drink socially, and that's about it. Like very rarely am I just like cracking beers because I want to, or cracking liquor because I want to. Like it, you know, yeah. I, usually it's like a social thing for me. So I mean, it's it, I I can for two years, psh, that's nothing. Yeah, I usually only drink uh, special occasions like holidays that call for it, like St. Patrick's Day or New Year's. Like that's the only time I really ever drink anyway. Yeah, exactly. I can give that up for two years. Yeah, it's like for me, it's like so. I think I, I probably have like I I can drink like I know I can drink if I want to drink I can drink a lot, as proven at Gen Con. Um, mm-hmm. But in most cases, like I don't necessarily like I don't I'm, I don't I don't feel a need to ever drink. I'm not like oh man I really need to drink this. I mean sometimes having like a glass of wine with dinner is pretty nice, but it's like not a requirement, right? So we're cool with that. 103. I'm all over this damn page, scrolling everywhere. All right. Would you rather never be able to feel any emotion or never be able to show any emotion? Hmm. Wait, if you're not... Doesn't not feeling it eliminate both of those? Because if you're not feeling emotion, you'll never show emotion. Right, but I mean, you you never also, like, personally, like, experience, like, love or, like, anger or anything. You won't experience it, but, like... Basically, you won't be able to express you won't be able to express how you're feeling or just don't feel at all. It's kind of how it is. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. One of them would eliminate both of those things. So yeah, not being able to feel at all, you would not be able to express anything. But you would also just not even understand. I, it would almost be a foreign emotion. Would be a, a foreign concept to you. It'd yeah, like, I would. I would still want to feel emotion. Then. Yeah, I think I'm in the same boat. I'd rather feel the emotion. I'd be able to express it. Yeah. Than just not feel emotion at all. I feel like you can't really make a connection to people if you don't, like, have, you know, you're not able to feel emotions. You know, even if I don't not like you, like, my anger or my distaste for you is, like, part of an emotion. So I yeah. feel like I would need, you know. Yeah, plus the the second part of that, like, if you're feeling emotions but not expressing them, that gives you, like, permanent poker face. And like, plus, that'd be, like, really weird to play, like, Overwatch with somebody like that who's just like, darn, they have killed me again. <laughs> I am like it was like darn, I am so angry. They have killed me today. Yep. I want to pull my hair out. Like god damn it, give me some emotion, man. I'm crying over here. Ninety three. Would you rather live in the middle of nowhere with no people or storage within a ten mile radius? That's paradise. Or live in a busy city. Ugh, no, I don't want to live in a busy city. 
I don't so really like, like either of those choices, but of the two, I will take the. Northern I mean, yeah, Park. like for me personally, like <laughs> I want to live like I I want to live in like a small town, like but not necessarily be like miles away from people. Yeah. Like my my kind of ideal spot is like you know like a nice like little small town, or, you know everybody doesn't know everybody, but like you know people know people. You know, you walk down the street, people wave, like, how's it going? How's it going with you? Ah, pretty good. Same. You coming over after church on Sunday? No. <laughs> no, Janice, we do this every week. No. <laughs> yeah. I two like miles. you. I'm never coming to your house, Janice. Ten miles is definitely too much. Like, yeah, if there were, like, like, a mile radius and there was no one, that would be nice. Like, I don't, I have to go a mile to see anybody. But ten I, miles? That, that'd be great, no. right? I mean, that'd be great, but that's, I feel like it's a setup for, like, a horror movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like one like one home invader, you call the cops. You're like, oh, they're 20 miles out from you. It's like, oh well, all right. I got I got some time. Yeah. <laughs> I got 15 minutes of hell trying to fight these guys off. The cops show up slowly, or like your house catches on fire. It's like, well, all right. I'm gonna wait 20 minutes while my house burns for the uh, fire department to get here. <laughs> hey, uh, look, I'll- there's my there's. I'm gonna. I run to the bathroom real quick. I'll be right back. All right, you're fine. You're fine. Go for it. I'll answer one while you're gone. Yes, I'm singing the chicken dance. Get on me. What of it, peeps? What of it? A hundred and thirty. Uno. Hundred thirty-one. All right. Would you rather get a really bad tattoo, or have to wear black contacts to every job interview? I would rather wear black contacts because, like, I can take those out. Yeah, that may prevent me from getting a job, but, like, there's also a certain point where I don't think they would care if I'm wearing black contacts as long as I can do the job in most cases. But a bad tattoo, I mean, it's not with you for life, but it's basically with you for life. So I'd rather have the black contacts over a bad tattoo. I think that's fair. What do you guys think? Hmm. Oh, that's disgusting. Would you rather wash all your dishes using your tongue or wash your pets using your tongue? Hmm. Um, well, considering I have a pet turtle, um, and uh, there's a high chance if I do that repeatedly, I probably will get salmonella and die, or at least get sick. Um, and I'm sure he, he won't take too kind of me licking him. So I think I got to go with my dishes, but I kind of don't want to do that either. Like, I don't really want to do that. That's disgusting. Don't do that, folks. Use a sponge. You can get them at the dollar store. They come in like a three pack. Just a nice little sponge. Just wet it. Cir- make circular motions. Clean the dishes. There you go. It's that simple. It's that simple. Just for for one dollar a day, you can save a Webby. I'm back. All right, I'll ask you the same two questions I asked myself. Okay. I answered. So first one was this: Would you rather get a really bad tattoo or have to wear black contacts to every job interview? Oh, I would love to wear black contacts to every job interview. Right. I was like that one. Like that's simple for me. Like I can take those off. Like and at <laughs> some point, like my qualifications would outweigh my black contacts at some point, right? Like a bad tattoo, I'm, that, that's just there. That's never going away. I'll cross a supernatural fan eventually. Right? 
<laughs> right? Exactly. Exactly. And then this is the one that I answered with my pet. I'm like, well, I'm pretty sure if I was looking my pet on a regular basis, I would have I may, I may get sick and die. And because um, I I have a pet turtle. And I'm sure he wouldn't appreciate it. And he wouldn't appreciate it too much. But would you rather wash all your dishes using your tongue or wash your pets using your tongue? Ugh. Matilda, you're very... I was like, that's a terrible you're decision. Very Matilda. I think I will wash my dishes. Since they're my dishes, I mean, it's just food that I didn't eat. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, but that also includes, like, the pot you cook in. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you burn something, you gotta, like, lick a cast iron skillet and <laughs> clean it. I don't think you could. Like, I just have to throw everything away that I couldn't lick clean. I'm like, well, oh well. <laughs> I would like to see you try, like, like, like every like every night for, like, a year, you just, you take 20 minutes to lick this cast iron skillet. <laughs> it's like, all right, it's time. Like, I like, go to Rob's house. He sits in front of the TV, like, all right, all right, let's watch the movie. He pulls out a cast iron skillet. Rob, what the fuck are you doing? I'm just cleaning my skillet. Don't worry. I'm, I've almost got it. I've been working at this part for like six months. I've almost got it. <laughs> also, this meal I've served you, I licked everything clean. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> I mean, Note that's what... Bring I, plastic silverware. Yep. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah, I mean, especially right now, because I only have a microwave, everything I have is plastic, so I wouldn't need to lick anything clean. So I'll go with that There one. you go. There you go. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> I have, pa- I have paper bowls and paper plates. So. Paper everything. Yep. Rob has like, Rob's like, I have paper pots. I just put them on the eye and they just, everything catches on fire, but my food, co- my food still cooks. The food still cooks. No, I haven't cooked anything in a pot in almost two years now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't have a stove. Ooh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have your dream job or find true love? Oh, my God. That was super hard. That is. That, 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 that's a hard one. I think that says a lot about the kind of person you are, too, like how you answer that question. I think I'd rather find true love at this I think point I'm, in my life. I think I'm with you. Right? I think I'm with you. Like The way I look at it is both bring you happiness in different portions of your life. Like Having your dream job, you no longer are going to a job. You're just going to do what you like. Which mm-hmm. is fine. So you're happy. You're happy at that point. Which you could argue and say, well, you're happier. You're you're in a dream situation in your job. So you're gonna have you you're you're gonna have more time to take care of yourself, more time to like find love, things like that. But then you got to go through all the bullshit that is like dating and love to begin with. Um, yeah. as opposed to just having your true love, like that brings you happiness in a totally different aspect. Mm-hmm. So it's like I don't know. Like that's both a year. But I got. I think I I think I'd have to go true love. Yeah. It's like I already have a job. It's definitely not my dream job. But if I had true love on top of the job I currently have, hell yeah. It's like, okay, but if I get a dream job, okay, yeah, I'll love my job, but then I still have no one to share it with. So I've got nobody but Matilda. <laughs> Matilda starts barking in the background like, what have you got me? You got <laughs> me. me. You could buy me better kibble. <laughs> Am I not enough? <laughs> oh, my. Oh, that's an easy one. I'll take classic music all day. Uh, well, only... Oh, that's hard, though. Would you rather only listen to classical music or only watch black and white TV shows? Ugh. <laughs> like, I like classical music, but I also like other types of music, so it's kind of like... Uh, but I mean, like... Mm, see, mm, I, I, think I have to go with classical music. Like, I would just have to, like... Like, just like, learn the classical a- music in me. 
does it mean like any show I watch would then be black and white? That's no, it's were I think it's just only black and white TV shows, so you're stuck to like an uh, era of TV. <laughs> I hate both of these. I hate them. I don't want either one. I would probably have to go with the classical music though, because I watch way too many shows for the uh, Yeah, I mean like okay, look like, here, here. Like Lucy I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way too. So we have that answer. How would you answer the same way if you had to, you could watch all the same shows you watch now, but they're always in black and white? That would be fine. I would go with that one because then I can still have music. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like I'm I'm in the same boat. But if it means like only black and white TV shows, like you only can watch TV shows that are made in black and white, mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, I think I I have to go with like that. Although to be fair, a lot of modern TV shows, like I think like, um, like. Supernatural had a couple episodes. They were all shot in black and white. So I mean, you can watch a couple episodes. You may not know what's going on, but you can watch a couple episodes. You're just like, hey, look, that's a cell phone. I'm yeah. so excited. Like the shapeshifter one, where he is like Dracula's. That was black and white. Yep, Pretty that. Good. And then there was the one where uh, in um, in Flash, where Flash and Kara had like their sing along thing. That was black and white. So there you go. I mean, you're like, hey, look, black and white television. I can watch some. But for the most part, you're watching like I Dream of Genie reruns. Yeah, no. Which <laughs> <laughs> is terrible. It's just, I just got better things I want to do with my day than watch I Dream of Genie marathons. I got too much anime to watch. Oh, um, the first one. Would you rather have the same phone forever or the same haircut forever? Hmm. No. I mean, the phone I have is not bad, so if I just had this one forever, that'd be all right. But the same haircut could actually be a benefit, because then I would never lose my hair. You would never lose your hair. You would never... It's true. You would never have to go get a haircut. You would never have to worry about that. But, I mean, at the same time... I mean, I guess you have a hairstyle you really like. Like, I, I I I would take the haircut... If I was at a phase in my life where, like, I had a mature haircut, mm-hmm. but could you imagine being like having like a mullet and <laughs> agreeing to that, and then like you're just stuck with this mullet forever? Yeah, like you can't get rid of it. Like that is what would hurt more. Or yeah. like, or like you went through like a bad period. Like you agreed to this, but you didn't realize like like your friend shaved like a ball spot straight down the middle of your head. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, easy, easy. I'll take the same haircut forever. That's fine. And then you look at the mirror, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, um, if you get to choose the haircut, then I'll go haircut. Yeah. If you don't yeah. get to choose the haircut. The yeah, if it's just like you like spin a wheel while you just spin a big ass wheel and you get whatever you get. So you may get like, you may get like the 1950s Bob. Like, <laughs> that'd be kind of funny, actually. Just walk around like a 1950s Bob. Just like, what's up? I'm going to be high. <laughs> <laughs> Like, hey, Rob, how's it going? How's the beehive going? <laughs> not good, Devin. Not good. Why not? Good forever. Forever. <laughs> that's a stupid. That, that's that's stupid. It's number one, obviously. <laughs> Would you rather receive $5,000 every week for the rest of your life? Yes. Or you and your best friend receive $1,000 for the rest of your life? Uh, I will take the five thousand and give my best friend right. out of it. Exactly. Like <laughs> even if you gave him half, if you gave him twenty five hundred, you're still coming out better. Yeah. Like it, there, there's no way to look at that. You're still coming out better. 
That's silly. <laughs> and plus, if your friend didn't know you had money, you could just, you could just like subtly help your friend. Because like, there's friends who won't just accept money mm. from you. You just subtly help your friend out. Be like, oh yeah, man, let's go, let's go out and do this. And he's like, hey, Sony bought you a car. That's crazy. I'm not one of those friends, people. If any fans are rich and want to give me money, you go right ahead. Rob's like, Rob's like, I am open for sugar daddy applications. I'm, Hell yeah. <laughs> you, you could be my true love. All you need is cash. Wait. You could be my true love for the low, low fee of $5,000 a week. <laughs> All I'm saying is, Rob, like at this point, like at this point, just find someone old and marry him. Just find a rich old person, marry him. Just wait a couple years. It's all yours. <laughs> just make sure they don't have any kids. Like, make sure they don't have any like kids that are gonna try to like off you to get back in the will or something like that. Like, yeah. no disinherited kids. It's fine. It, it works. It works. That's my plan. If I'm not married by like 32, like that's that's the plan. I'm, I'm giving myself a couple more years. I'm just gonna find like some really old, some really old broad and be like, yo, me and you, me and you forever. <laughs> which I, which is like 20 minutes, but me and you forever. <laughs> oh man. All right, what did I roll? I rolled 163. Uh, would you rather take one pill a day to get all your nutrients and feel full, but never really eat anything again, or eat whatever you want, but never really feel full? Uh, the eating whatever you want, does that mean there's no consequences for eating whatever I want, other than not feeling full? Or am I no. going to balloon up, balloon up until like, I think eat? you still balloon up. Like, I think you then still I will balloon take up. the pill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can eat. You can eat. While you still feel full, you may not enjoy it as much. Like you, it would be better actually. Like you take that, and then like your friend's like, "Oh, hey, come over pizza." You're just like, "All right," and you have like one slice of pizza. You're like, "Oh, I'm stuffed." Whew, whew. Like, it was like literally like you were at like you were at bursting capacity after taking the pill. Like one bite of anything else, you're just like you're just like upchuck. But that'd be terrible. But yeah. I mean, if you could yeah. like force like a piece of pizza down, it's not the worst thing ever. That'd definitely be the better choice. Yeah. Because if you ate and ate and ate and never felt full, but you still gained weight and stuff from it, it's like you would kill yourself in weeks. That'd be terrible. That's a stupid one. I'm not ending on that one. I refuse to end on that one. One second. All right, I rolled a 232. Let's see if 232 is worth ending on. No, that's not worth ending on. I'm not <laughs> ending on, would you rather be able to do a perfect winged eyeliner every time or a perfect highlight every time? Uh, I don't care about either one of them. <laughs> I'm not ending on that. <laughs> I mean, the answer would be the winged eyeliner, obviously, but I'm not ending on that. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is a pretty good one. Would you rather travel in time and meet your great 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 grandparents or meet your great 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 grandchildren? Uh, I'm pretty sure I go forward to meet my great 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 grandchildren. There will be no one there, so I will go meet my great 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 grandparents. Although, <laughs> you know what? Neither way is that I'm not going to be happy either way. I can tell you that much. Like, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, would, I think I'd. I'd go. F I would try to see if I had grandkids. Maybe I adopt at some point. Who knows? 
Yeah, I think that. Yeah, I think I had to go forward too for the like for similar reasons, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Rob. Let's give us a uh, what is it? Getting real. Getting real with Rob. I don't know why every time I say that I say that phrase, like I just picture in my head like the like the old guy with the skateboard, like hello fellow, fellow children. I don't know why I picture that every single time I say getting real with Rob. Like it seems like a that seems like a like that title reminds me of like you take like a guy like like a hip kid from like a teen show in like the eighties and you try to bring him back now and he's just like it's time to get real, kids. And you're just like, no, no. I like it. I don't hate the title. I like it. I'm just laughing. That's what I think in my head every time I say it. So getting real with Rob, folks. What are we doing? All right. We're going to do a quick one since we've taken up a lot of time. Uh, so I'm going to myth bust a thing. A lot of people believe that when you get older, you need less sleep, which is why like old people get up so early and get a lot more accomplished and whatnot. Uh, this is not true. Old people need as much sleep as young people. Um, they just don't feel like they do or they can't sleep for various reasons. But uh, if they don't get enough sleep, it actually starts to make their body worse. So if you can sleep, you should sleep and try to sleep at least eight hours a night, no matter how old you are. I agree with that. Um, and I never understood why you have like nap time in like kindergarten when you're fucking like full of energy at that age. <laughs> but now nowadays as an adult like i would kill for like a midday nap time mm-hmm. <laughs> like could you imagine at work and it's like all right guys we're shutting down for 30 minutes everybody everybody pull out a cot take a nap <laughs> i'd be like yes <laughs> yes this is glorious pull out a cot for 30 minutes take a nap i think i fell asleep at work yesterday actually <laughs> I definitely fell asleep at work, dude. Like benefits of having my own office, like I just close my door and lock it, and I just like sit down and be like. <sighs> <laughs> but yeah, I was I had to actually apply for the job that they offered me because you have to put an application for them to like process you into the new position. <laughs> He's so like, I, you already got the position, but <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, you already got it, but you have to apply for it. So like, there's this weird like questionnaire thing you had to do as fast as you could. And then there's a second part where it was like asking you things about, do you strongly disagree? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Do you strongly agree? And like reading those, I think I fell asleep because one of the people came in to ask me a question. And I was like so startled and like my heart was pounding. I'm like, I think I was sleeping. <laughs> so yeah, Jeez. off to a great start. <laughs> Yeah, I've definitely done stuff like that before. Where it's like, I think the I think the scariest thing ever is when you get in the car to drive home and you don't remember driving home. Yeah, kind of. Like I've done that. Whereas, like, I'm not the whole way, but like I'll be at some point and I'll be like, oh, I got here awful fast. Feels like I just left. <laughs> no, like legitimately, I've done that before. Like I've driven like it's probably like a drive I've done every like, every day, but probably like a thirty minute, thirty five minute drive, right? Yeah. I've gotten in my car. I, the last thing I legitimately remember is sitting in my car and putting the car in reverse. I do not remember anything else between that time and me getting home. And I'm like, I hmm. <laughs> like that. That's terrifying for a variety of reasons. 
Like there, there's a phenomenon where they say like it's just like yeah, you know it's road, it, road hypnosis. Yeah, they yeah, say- that, and you're just so used to the drive that it's like almost second nature to you at this point. You don't have to think about it, and nothing eventful happen along the way. So yeah. it just kind of like your brain just kind of like erases over that drive, and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, but also <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> like. Yeah, because it's like I don't even remember having like a thought in between those moments. Like that's the thing. Like it's not even like I don't remember just have to drive. I don't remember having a thought. Like I don't remember thinking like, ah man, you know, I gotta go home and do this. I don't remember a thought. Like I remember getting in my car and I remember parking my car, and that is it. Like that is literally the it. But yeah, and like I look up and it's like, oh wow, thirty-five minutes have passed. Okay, cool, cool story, bro. Um, all right. And so we have a moment of Zen with Devin and my moment of Zen is, uh, I'm going to just, we're going to reiterate the five by five rule where if it's not going to matter in five years, don't spend more than five minutes being upset by it. There we go. Plain and simple. Yep. Sounds good. Yep. And, or, or the other one, um, what is it? Treat things like a dog does. If you can't up and spread them all around the room. Nope, nope, nope. Treat <laughs> treat your problems. Treat your problems like what is it? It's, uh, it's just it's treat it's, it's, I what it is. It's, treat your problems like how a dog treats everything else or something like that. Where basically it's basically the, the gist of it is if you can't eat it, if you can't eat it, fuck it or play with it, piss on it and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go, folks. That's my philosophy of the day. There we go. So, sounds good. Yep, Rob. Where can people find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at confessor underscore x, and you can find Matilda at matilda underscore dmp. And someday, when I get internet again, you'll be able to watch me on Twitch playing things like Stranger Things too, and I can just you know complain to you directly on Twitch.tv/slash confessor. <laughs> And you guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at Pooh Killed Me at some point. I mean, I I can stream. I'm, I'm just not um, <laughs> at the moment. But um, and as always, you guys can find me on eBay at 101. At, at 101. That's it. 101. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eBay at 101. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's uh, real cheap. $5,000 a week. <laughs> dollars <laughs> That's I'm 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 auctioning off Rob for currently cur- the, the going rate is five thousand dollars a week. <laughs> I had to disguise it because you can't apparently it's it's against eBay's terms of service to auction off a human. Um, go figure. Like whatever. All right, eBay. But uh, so I had to disguise it. But if you guys go look up, uh, look up. 101 you, you you will on eBay you you will find Rob being auctioned off for the low low price of 5000 a week and then Rob I will we'll split that in half with you so we'll both make 2100 a week boom there we go Sounds good. boom we're both getting rich off this point i like it that's that's just not bad that's 120000 a year that's 10 grand mm. a month i'll take that that's not too bad yo somebody out there give me 2500 a week let's make that happen all right we're closing it out Fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. FBG. 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 And we're out. Mm-hmm. I ain't the kind of wear a tie. Well, kill it. But the, the... Fuck 
<laughs> There's music. I put music on last time. Awesome game. Look at you! Look at you! And now we're talking over the music! <laughs> we are, because I accidentally closed Discord and I can't get to Craig. <laughs> Behind the scenes, folks! <laughs> we're just as together as you thought we were. <laughs>